Howdy, Ags. From the tailgate, home of Aggie football, this is the coach and the delivery man. What's up, C-Money? Oh, man, just happy after the big win. Dude. <laughs> I, we just beat an undefeated Auburn team like it was nothing. Like nothing. Like nothing. Like it was nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Forgot all about that Miami game already. Today, Today's episode brought to you by Frida Holmes. Building Aggie Dreams, custom home builders with over 15 years of experience in the Brazos Valley. If you're looking for someone that cares about you and the details that you care about, contact Frida Homes. Visit them on Instagram at Frida.Homes or give Justin a call at 979-450-4466. When you call, just remember, everyone loves, loves their Frida Homes. Their Frida Homes. Don't forget to email us, contact us, send us questions, agstailgate at gmail.com. Get on the YouTube. And what do they got to do, Corey? Smash that subscribe button, I guess, is what I always hear people say. You got to smash it. Smash that subscribe button. I don't even know what the hell subscribe means. I don't even know what that gets them, but they subscribe. Probably just gets us to annoy them a little bit more every day. Yeah. Do it. That's good stuff. You know, we love getting annoyed by all that good stuff. So it just means, uh, yeah, you know, that's how people live nowadays, man. It's yeah. what it is. Yes. So speaking of subscribers, we've got a new subscriber, Petrazio Law. Subscribe to the podcast. Uh, so welcome. Welcome to the show. We also got a comment after our last episode once the game was over. New King God, our buddy from Miami. A buddy from Miami, he goes, man, I really agree with you guys about Tex-Ags. Always, that 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 Aggie team is always just a few plays away. Jesus. Uh, yeah, yeah. We're, we're going we're gonna to focus on the football team today. We're going to focus on the football team today, Corey. Look, uh, let's start off with a uh, pretty good win. Pretty good win. Yeah, it's all right. It's good. 47 yeah. to 10. Open the SEC season, right? Ugly game. Huh? It was an ugly game. Go ahead and listen. SEC, yeah. Open it up. Yep. Look, 1-0 in SEC play, baby. 1-0 in yep. SEC play. The the, the alternative is 0-1, right? So That's true. We're going to take true. the win. We've talked, you know, <laughs> we've talked about what we think about this Auburn, Auburn team beforehand. But having, you know, and, and I understand it's not, it's not a great team by far, but losing this game would have been the beginning oh, of the we, Yeah, I said the season would be over if we lost that game. Season's over, fire Jimbo, fire everybody. Instead, you're sitting here, you've got an opportunity ahead of you for the kids right. on the field, for the kids on the field. They've got an opportunity ahead of them because now you take that one and zero SEC record. Look, LS, LSU sitting out there, right? I think most folks think that they're probably the best team in the West. We beat that LSU team last year, right? Alabama. We're gonna find, hey, we're gonna find some. We're gonna find something out this weekend. Ole Miss is at home against LSU. That's right. I'm sure, we'll talk about that at the next podcast a little bit more. Yep. But that's a big game. That's a big game. 
LSU's favored by two and a half. We're going to talk about it. We get Arkansas this week. It's going to be a big game for us, right? You know, I don't know. They lost to BYU. I don't understand so, how Arkansas lost to BYU. I'm against Mississippi State. It as it as it goes from here, as it goes forward from here, mm-hmm. every game is a big game. And let's take okay. Let me let me take take that back a step or two. Not every game. one game against uh, Austin Christian or what is it? Abilene Christian. Abilene Christian. My wife got her doctorate from there. Be careful. Yeah, yeah. We're going to take that one out of the list. All right. They shouldn't even be playing that game. Okay. So we'll that one Every other game we play the rest of this year is a big game. Period. Period. And it had to start with this win against Auburn. It had to start with this win against Auburn. Corey, let's start talking about the Aggie offense and sort of what happened in this game against Auburn. You know, we talked about last week. I said, remember what I said in the podcast? I said, Auburn's defense is going to play safeties over the top. They're going to sit there and force you to dink and dunk and play underneath. And they're going to try to keep you to field goals. And what happened? And they did that. That's exactly what happened. We got real conservative, which was fine. We moved the ball up and down the field. And like you said, we – I hate agreeing with you. I freaking hate it. But, yeah, they they did. They moved the ball between the 20s. They got down there and took two field goals. But, you know, I mean, there's got to be something better than that. We should have done better than that. Look, absolutely. And and we're we're going to – let's split this up first half, second half, because first half was Connor. Second mm-hmm. half was Max. Max, yeah. Not because Connor got benched. Unfortunately, we had an injury to the quarterback, man. And, you know, mm-hmm. Connor's been our guy all year long. He's been the the guy that's kept this offense rolling all year long. All year we played three and a half. He played three and a half so games. Far, and so two far. of them against crappy teams. So and far. the one loss he played against Miami. So what he, are you trying to say? Connor's been our man against He was Louisiana. the one right spot against Miami. Am. How about that? Was he? Yeah. How many interceptions he throw? Two. Okay. Uh, so, but all right. So you trying to tell me that you haven't been pleased with the play of Connor Wigman? Is that what no, you're trying? He's been fine. I mean, I'm I'm happy with the play calling right now. I'm Petrino. I like the play calling. I like. I think Connor is a great player. I'm not trying to say he's not, but the. It sounds like you that... say that. Okay. What? What he beat New Mexico. He beat Louisiana Monroe. He played half a game against Auburn. For sure, the stats in the first half weren't that great. No, absolutely. Good stats against a, a Miami team where we got our butts kicked. So you tell me, what's what? What am I? What am I missing here? Am I missing well, something? You, you, no, you're you're on point on some of that, right? I mean, but I thought he did oh, a good game against Miami. I thought he was one of the few people who played a good game against Miami, um, because he was he's been constantly under pressure. And I and I'll say this, you know, to me. There was an adjustment by the by Petrino from the first half to the second half, actually. Right? Everybody talks about the change in the quarterback. I think there was an adjustment also by the coaching staff and the play calling. So they started to, to me, they started to use the tight end a little bit more. They were running the ball better in the second half, right? They started to do some things there. And and those two things allowed allowed the Aggies to get into the end zone a couple of times, right? It, you know, you got to remember that the first throw, the first the first touchdown was that throw from Max to his brother 
Jake underneath, right? Right. But he hit him underneath, and then he let Jake go do the rest of the damage. Right. It was an underneath throw to the tight end, a, a, something by the way that we hadn't, we didn't see much of in the first in the first half. The use of the tight end, and then one of the other touchdowns. Long, you know, we got a long run out of this deal, right? Yeah. And and then and then there was the deep ball by by Max in between the two safeties. The that was Stewart. a beautiful ball, beautiful catch by Stewart, right? I thought it was a dangerous throw. I thought it was dangerous as hell. And yeah. he split those even the backs. I mean, I was like, what's going on here? I thought that ball was gonna get picked, to be honest with you. It seemed like it was in the air forever to me. And but you know what? It was perfect, right? It was a perfect oh, yeah. perfect throw, perfect catch. But you gotta give your best player a chance to catch that ball, and he did. That's what he did. That's absolutely right. That's absolutely right. And I don't know if he's your best player. Maybe it's a nice, I don't know. But he's one of them. Well, I'm just saying. I mean, not too many players on our team can go up and get the ball like Stewart can. We know that. I think Thomas is starting to prove that with his size. But you see that in the NFL every day. People, teams just throw it up to Jefferson, Jamar Chase. I mean, yeah, these guys are quick and can beat their players, but they just they throw it up to them. Hopkins, you see the top receivers, they go one-on-one. This wasn't a one-on-one. This is two-on-one, basically. But, yeah, that's that's what you get. That's good. I thought it was great. Look, and, and and sometimes, yeah, you do. You've got to go press it, right? You got to go press it. And you, if you're going to press it, don't do it. Don't do it when you're, you know, in in tight. Do it from way back there when you got a lot of room. You know what I mean? Right. More space. Yeah. And he, here's here's the other thing. Here's the other thing. I will I will concede that I thought even just the first half before he got hurt. This is probably the worst game Connor's played this year. Right, he was missing. Him and Anias were a little bit off. He was he missed Anias on a couple of throws. They were they were purposely trying to get Anias involved. You could tell that he had he had mm-hmm. a few catches early, but then there was a few more that he missed. You know, and I don't know if he was just I don't I don't know just a little bit off. You know, which is crazy because last year against Auburn, same thing, right? He was he was just a little bit off last year against Auburn. Um, you know, so. So I don't know what that is with regards to that matchup, but he didn't play his best game in the first half anyway. I thought that I I still thought that they had some opportunities to try to get those two field goals to get those into the end zone, you know, with some with with a couple of passes that we missed. The offensive line, the offensive line for some reason for some reason, continues to struggle with Connor back there. Like, it says it – to me, if you look at first half, second half with that offensive line, I thought they played better in the second half, period. I disagree with you. I think they played pretty much the same. And it goes back to last year. It didn't matter who was back there. They were letting everybody come get them. We, had, we lost three quarterbacks last year pretty much throughout the season, right? Didn't King got hurt. Oh yeah, Max came in. He got hurt. Hunter came in. I think he got dinged up and went back to Max for whatever for a little bit. I mean, it's those guys have got to take a little bit more pride in what they do and say, "Hey, man, we're getting our guys killed back here." They're and it's because of us. We're not blocking. I don't know if it's a scheme. I don't know what they're doing wrong. If they need to get rid of the ball quicker, if we're tipping our hat, showing what plays are coming. But these guys, any kind of pressure at all, they just give up. I thought one of the reasons 
that they protected a little bit better in the second half is because of the running game. I thought well, they of course did that's going to help a lot. I think. Yeah. I thought they did a better job in the running game. I thought they were able to move the ball a little bit better. I'll tell you what, one guy that I that I thought played his best game so far is Moss at running back. I thought he had his best game so far. He's starting to look a little bit more comfortable with the rock in his hands. He he made yeah. a couple of cuts that, you know, you start to see some of that vision. You know, we've talked about the fact that Daniels has has sort of been the guy that really showed out more than the other two at running back. Yeah. He still had a huge he still had a huge run, by the way, right? Huge well, run. Moss had Moss had 15 carries, 97 yards, and a touchdown. I mean, that's that's six and a half yards of carry, along at 36. Uh yeah. Daniels, five carries, 85 yards, but his big carry is 79 yards. It so was I mean, all in one. It not was much on the play, right? Yeah. And, and then Ruben Owens, you know, seven for 20. But Moss, you know, he was the bell cow Saturday and he did a good job. And I think I thought so. I think Moss and Owens remind me a lot of each other with their running style. They're both kind of bruisers. Daniel's kind of quick, like a third no, down Owens back. Is a, but I thought I think Owens is more of a smooth runner type guy. I think Moss has got a little bit more power to his game, but he's he's a little bit lower, lower, lower down into the ground, right? A little closer down to the ground, maybe. You know, I don't know. Uh, I think they both look either, a little bit alike, running. But, either way, I, I look. I thought they, you know, I thought he looked. I thought he looked great. I thought this is the best he's looked all year. And you know, we talked about it at the beginning of the season. We thought that at the beginning of the season, Antonio Daniels would be sort of your primary guy, and he was right. And as but right. we said, as we start to move, that's going to start to shift, right? And I still think Antonio Daniels gets his reps and his things. But now you can see Moss is starting to take more take more reps. He's starting to get more comfortable back there, especially with the ball in his hands. He's going to start getting more of those carries, especially when you start to look at the fact that, you know, he puts a he puts a little bit of a beating on that defense, right? He's right. not afraid to get his shoulder in there and kind of wear things down so that in the fourth quarter you can try to take the take the running game to the to the opposing team. And then and then you look at Owens. And I think Owens is also starting to, you know, maybe get a little bit more into his role, but I think he's still got a little further to go, right? Do you think this Auburn defense that we just played, are they where are they in the in the SEC? You think they're like middle, top, bottom? They, I mean, what did, what did, what did our offense actually do? Do we go up against a good SEC defense, or were they the, one of the worst SEC? I, I just what I'm trying to figure out. Because I watched yeah. a lot of football this year, I don't think Auburn's defense was that bad compared to what I've seen. To be honest with you, their offense was terrible, but their I think their offense I think that's why they got I think they got tired in the second half because they've been on the field so damn much. The biggest problem with what we saw from this offense is that up front, this Auburn defense doesn't have those guys. We talked about it before the game, right? They don't have those guys that they've had in the past. They have Browns and the Hall and the guy, you know, these, these just incredible pressure guys. And we still had some issues with regards to to the blocking, right? I mean. And mm-hmm. so the fact that you know that their their front is not really all that great, you know it it wasn't a it wasn't I wouldn't say it was a great performance by the offense. I will tell you I will tell you that I thought that it you know Petrino did a good job transitioning in the first half to the second half, and he's and and he and he did a good job of changing things up just a little bit as they got in closer to the end zone, right? And doing some different things there, and they were able to finally get the ball into the end zone, and that's the difference, right? That's the difference between 
sitting towards the end of the game and 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 being in danger of a tie with Auburn and putting the game away after two straight touchdowns, the first two drives of the of the second half. Yeah. Uh, and so, you know, hey, look, great effort by Jake Johnson on that yeah. touchdown reception, right? Um, but he was open a few times throughout the day and he was able to make some plays with it. You know, we talked about him before. I mean, he's not he's not that burner guy that you're going to run down the middle of the field. But, you know, he did a pretty good job out in the flats, catching a quick ball and then getting downfield and getting some more yards, right? He did it a couple of times. Being physical, um, he's still not a great blocker. But they also decided to use Theo and Max in blocking situations a couple of times. They decided to bring in two back sets a couple of times. You know, they did some things to affect this Auburn defense, especially in the second half to try to – because Auburn was kind of playing soft, right? So if they were going to do that, let's let's bring some guys more into the box. Let's bring two tight ends in. Let's bring two backs in. And let's force Auburn to change up what they want to do, right? You know, we ran the ball two to one to passing. We, we ran the ball 33 times and threw it. Well, we only had 15 completions. We threw it 25 times, and we only had 15 completions. So the majority of our plays were running plays. Look, and that's that's thinking, that's smart. That's smart. And why? Because this was a, a game in which you didn't feel threatened by the offense on the other side, right? Just Not don't make all. any mistakes. Just don't make any mistakes offensively. Don't give them any free points. Don't give them any of those types of things, right? Don't give them short fields. Let's be consistent. Let's run the football. Let's take. Let's sit there. Let's let our running game play. Make just take the take what they give you, and then and on the other side, they're not going to be able to score enough to keep up. Period. That's winning. Right. That is winning football. If you ask me, if you ask me, we should have beat them worse than what we did. We uh, sure. there was definitely a talent deficiency in this game on both sides of the ball. It was obvious. I mean, 27 to 10 is a great win. I'll take it. It, it should have been easily 47 to 10 or 47 to 3. Anais, another fumble. good game. Hey, look, Anais, another good game. He's he's really he's really coming on the last two. Uh, yeah, five for 78. Yeah. Uh, leading receiver, lead, leading receiver yeah. on this one. Um, yep. You know, obviously, Evan with the, the one big one, the one big one for the touchdown. Um, yeah. You know, so you get, you get some things going on there. I didn't, you know, we still don't get Moose involved, which is kind of crazy, but. I don't get it. Uh, so, well, hey, what, what's going to happen this week, do you think? I mean, between Jake and what are we losing? Having Jake instead of Connor or vice versa. Are we losing a lot or is it, is it going to be what we saw in the second half? What are you, what are you expecting, Jake? I mean. Yeah, Max. Does Petrino so, need to with, change it? Uh, yeah, Max. Does Petrino need to change the game style? No, I actually don't. I actually don't think they're going to change much at all. Actually, I think they're going to pretty much they're going to pretty much stick with it, right? Max, mm-hmm. Max, I mean, Max is is a similar type player, right? He's 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 not quite as instinctive as as Connor is, right? Yeah. He's not. He, you know, he holds the ball just a little bit longer. So, what does that mean for us offensively? Well, and we'll get into it more later in the week, but it means that, you know, he's going to have to adjust a little bit and make sure that he's looking at different ways to 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 get the ball out of Connor's hands quickly, right? Because Connor Max's hands, Max's hands about. quickly because, you know, he's a, he's a guy that's that takes just a little bit longer to go through his progressions and 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 doesn't, you know, 
react as quick to be a little bit more open. Let's just say that, right? You sure about that? I saw that pass of Jordan. Well, that was an. I hear you, but I'm not sure what you're saying. I hear you, but I'm not sure what you're saying. Okay. Offensive line wise, I'll tell you what I, I I did think Zune had a really nice game the other day. I think he's getting better. They said he was banged up all last season. I heard him talking about this. Zune's a good left tackle. Basantis, how what do you think Basantis did? He was okay. He was okay. He he's you know, he's just young. He's just young. And but but okay. he he plays with a lot of effort, which helps him make up for a lot of stuff. You know, the guys the guys that the guys that give us problems, man, are the interior guys, to be honest with you. And Lady Ron in particular. Ron, well, yeah, Robinson that one in particular. Is is probably the biggest disappointment out of all of them, right? I mean, we've talked about the different things and you know, Nabu with first, you know, first year starting over there at left guard. I'm I'm surprised that Dewberry's not getting more time, honestly. Why 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 don't they put Nabu and Dewberry in together and just bench Robinson for now? That's a good question. I I I mean, Robinson I, seems I to be we, better. We go backwards. Yeah, I think we've been we better with, with Robinson on the sideline, actually. And and you know, you hate to do that to an upperclassman, right? I mean, a guy that's stuck around and and been there. Look, he's a big part of the program and all the things, but but at some point, you just got to take produ- you you got to you got to put the guy that's that's producing in in the game, right? What about Foster? What do you think about him? Yeah, to be be... Axe loves him. Yeah, he's, I, mean, I think he's fine. I think he's fine. I don't think he's all he's average. Man. He's average. If you watch that game and you go, you go stop the tape. Stop the tape in the middle of a play, and I, I, I bet you that seventy five percent of the time that you stop the play, he's going to be blocking no one. That's probably not a good indication. That's all I got to say. Yeah, people are the defensive guys are running away from. Them. They're scared of them. <laughs> all right, so offensive MVP, who you got? It's kind of hard to go against Jake after what he did. Uh, Moss Max. had a great game. Huh? Max, I'm sorry, Max. You know, Jake had a touchdown. Yeah. Uh, the Johnson. Uh, but I'm going to have to go with Anias. I like what Anias did. Five catches, 78 yards. He was consistent. Just all over the field. That's my – I mean – I Moss thought he set the tone, the, right? I thought he set the tone. Yeah. I mean, Moss had the stats. Uh, Daniels had a big run, but just one big run. Stewart had a big catch, but overall, the consistency is what I'm looking for. I'll give it to a nice. Yeah. Look, and this was one of those very much a team effort kind of situations, right? Very much a team effort. I, it, I, I, I would agree with you, a nice, but I, I'll give it to Max because of the fact that he got thrown in there unexpected and he came in and, and, and you know, mm. two touchdowns, man. Not bad. I thought for sure you're going to give it to Moss. I thought for yeah. sure you'd give it to Moss. Well, I, I think I've been people. That's why have, I, left it, I left it wide open for you to give it to Moss in that running game. 15 carries, 97 yards. Look, six he's, point. He's I'll right take mine back. I'm sorry. I was leaving the door wide open for you. I'll, I'll give it to Moss. He's right up. He's he's right there. I like that. You give it to Moss. I'm because people have t- sort of told me that maybe I'm a little bit of a Max hater sometimes. So I want to make sure that people understand. I appreciate what this dude's doing here. All right. Uh, I'm glad he's in. I'm glad he's in the building, especially today, right? Yeah, and and what he did on Saturday. I mean, he's the difference between a W and an L on Saturday. Period. Well, that's what my question is to you. I mean, do you feel confident with Max Johnson being our starting quarterback next week, and maybe the week after, and maybe the week after? Do you feel confident? 
I do as long as the defense does its part. So let's turn to that defense. Well, real quick, I mean, do we lose with Max at quarterback instead of Connor? Are we losing five points a game, ten points a game, a point a game, any points? Are we losing anything? What do, and that's what I'm curious about. That's what fans want to know about is what are we losing Max Johnson at quarterback. Max ran the ball well. I mean, he runs. He's got he's athletic. He's left-handed. I think it's a little bit different for other guys. Look, I think I think ultimately, I'm worried about. I think ultimately, gonna, I think ultimately yeah. we, we do lose a little something. Yes, I do think so. Because of his decision making, is that what your problem is? Just just because of the fact that he's going to be a little bit more reserved. He is. He's going to be. More they reserved. said something. They said something on Texags that I don't believe it. I have to look it up. They say Max Johnson hasn't thrown an interception since he's been an Aggie. Could be true. Actually, I actually think that is true. I don't think he didn't throw one last year. He didn't play much last year. No. Well, he got hurt. That's what I'm saying. Okay. I mean, I'm just curious. I just want to know what you felt like what, what we're losing and what we're gaining. I think Look, it's good I think, and bad. Honestly, I you know the one the one thing I'll say this is, dude, the guy is is experienced. He's been yeah. there. He's done that. He's played in big moments. He's won right. games, right? Won big games. He's not gonna to cower. He's not gonna cower from the moment. But yeah. you know, he came into this game and we, you know there wasn't any pressure on because Auburn sucks, right? So he didn't have. Well, a- we know that now. We know that now. We didn't know it coming in, but we no, know that I, now. Look, I'm pretty sure everybody knew it coming in. We we talked about it last week how bad they were, right? So the, the fact of the matter is, we weren't scared of Auburn, right? We weren't scared of Auburn. We didn't think that they were a good team. So now, did did you think, you think Max thought that they were a good team? You think they? You think after watching them for the first half, you think they came now. in there and said, mm, "I'm scared of this group." Right? No, but my question is, you, does Petrino coach different now, having Connor out, an unproven backup behind Max? Do you coach a little bit different to try to make sure to keep your quarterback out of harm's way? I don't. I don't. But you don't? You know I mean, I, I'm excited to see Marcel Reed. How about that? Bring him in. That's not what I want to hear. Give me the next now, guy. Okay. That, that's what I'm saying. I mean, you say bring the next guy. I think you do coach just a little bit different. Maybe you run plays to get the ball out of the quarterback's hands just a little bit quicker than normal. Maybe run the ball a little bit more. I'm just wondering if that's what Trino's thinking. Jimbo's talking to him. They're sitting there going, damn it, we just lost another quarterback. This is like our fourth quarterback we've lost for injury in the last year and four months or three months. This is ridiculous. we got to do something different. Is that what they're saying? Are they saying, no, our, our, we're just not executing. We just, our system's fine. Just keep doing what we're doing. Let's put somebody back there, let them get knocked out. and put If I'm both of them, if I'm both of them, I've been harping on Adazio to do a better job for the last year and a half. So maybe, maybe that, that gets, that, that message gets a little bit louder this week. Right. But, but at the end of the day, yeah. Is there going to be any changes? There might be, maybe they are afraid to freaking, you know, lose, lose max now. And maybe. I I mean, I think that that's something realistically you have to think about. You think about just switching it up. You have an Arkansas team coming up. I watched them play, and we'll talk more about that Thursday or whatever. But see, but look at this: this. Is SEC, to me, this, this is SEC defense. It's they SEC clearly defense. weren't. They clearly weren't afraid of losing Connor because they kept calling deep pass plays where he was getting slobber knocked every freaking game, right? And yeah. he would stand in there 
in the face of the blitz and deliver the ball and take hits. And he did it again. He did it again on, on Saturday, right? That's what I'm saying. Does and that they, change now? They weren't they weren't afraid to lose him. They weren't, clearly, right? Well, because you knew you had Max backing him up, but now you don't. That's what now, I'm getting well, to. You got another you got more. You got you got two other quarterbacks still sitting there. All right, you got Reed. Here's who? The thing. At the end of the who day, you got to read. You got the the transfer that came in from yeah the transfer that came in from uh, what's his name? Okay, yeah, I like it. So, go ahead. I'm but look, is that is that ideal? No. Do you want to go to your third quarterback? No, no, you don't. However, no. You you know what you really don't want to do? Lose games. You don't want to lose exactly. What's going to happen when you go to your third and fourth quarterback? You're going to lose games. Yeah, but if your if your offense isn't operating, then you're going to lose games anyway. Well, you got to figure out how to make your offense operate without getting your quarterback knocked out of the game. Is what I'm saying. That's Tell what I'm saying. Teladon's going to start coaching that offensive line. How about that? Well, I think Petrino's going to have to run some other game. If he's all, the thing I understand is if they're getting that much pressure on us, where where's the screen pass? Where's the little? Why yeah, don't we just it, let them go it, and just it, say, hey? Well, screw it, Robinson. Just let him go. Don't even worry screen, about blocking. Is the screen the answer when they're only rushing four and getting pressure on you? Well, if all five of our guys on the offensive line don't block a freaking person, I think it would be. Because they don't even – some of them don't even try. Like you said, Foster doesn't touch anybody. Robinson's only defense is holding or false start or just something to piss me off. Go ahead. Sorry. I I actually think that the play calling stays pretty much the same. They they may protect them a little bit more. Don't get me wrong. With the running game, there, there's a chance that they protect them a little bit more with the running game. And and by the way, I think I thought they should have been doing that with Connor already, right? We've talked yeah. about the fact that we want to see a better running game. We want to see a little bit more power running in this in this offense, and and maybe that forces them to do it now. And so the only thing we can look at here at this point is say, okay, well, he's the last. You, you don't want to go to your third, right? You don't. If no. you have to, you will. But no. you don't want to you go will. to your third. You, you, yeah, you will. But no, you don't want to. That's, I mean, that's something that from Connor to Max is a little drop-off. From Max to Reed is like, you know what I'm saying? You might as well put a Nias in a quarterback. You might want to put a Nias in a quarterback. I, no, 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 no. Let me tell you. Run the option. You get those other. You get those other guys in there, Marcel, and you, that's when you do change the 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 the, the, the offense. Because that dude can move, all right? That dude can move. Now, you've got some different options. options. But I'm going to tell you, next week's coaching on offense is going to be totally different than this week because Arkansas is a different animal. Arkansas is going to move the ball, and they're going to score points, and we're going to have to – it might be a shootout because I don't think Arkansas's defense is that good. I saw LSU go up and down the field on them, and – that's what I'm saying. Arkansas you have to be aggressive. Saying. Yeah, absolutely. And that's the whole thing, right? That's why it's my original statement, Corey. What did I say? It depends on how the it depends on how the defense plays. And so let's move to that defense because this defense was completely different on Saturday than it had been in the past. For three yes. straight weeks, we've been clamoring and asking for freaking Smirk and Durkin to send some pressure, right? Send some yep. pressure. He cost us a game against Miami by playing soft and sitting back. Cost okay. a game. All right. Okay. So he's okay. that's already one game on on Smirk and Durkin right there. One. All right. Well, All right. he came out and he finally gave us what we asked for, and he started right on the other side, bringing. Yeah. And this defense looked ten times better than it has all year because of that pressure. 
Seven, we made that scores? offense. Yeah, we made that offense of Auburn react to what we were doing instead of vice versa, what we're used to doing. Our, our defense has to react to what the offense is doing. We just said, screw it. We're bringing pressure. We had 15 tackles for loss, seven sacks. Um, we were Those in the, the types of numbers we've been asking day. for all year, man. And you know who was back there the most? Our linebackers, so all, all people. The weakest position, I think, on our team. If you look at our team, the rankings, our class rankings, our linebackers are like maybe a four stars, maybe upper three. They're not we, we have they five did? star linebackers. You know what they did? That when when Russell was in the game, they didn't let him sit there and not read the defense because they sent <laughs> him. Yeah, yeah, forget it. He can't. He can't. He's not good at that. So what they do? They no. sent him. What they do with what they do with uh, with York and Cooper? Sometimes they just sent him. Not, not only that, but team Silla, you know, Silla Overton from those linebacker spots. They sent him. Don't let them sit there and cover freaking grass. Go put them in pressure. Listen to this, York. Eleven tackles, half a sack, two tackles for loss. Edgerin Cooper, eight tackles, two sacks, three tackles for loss. Chris Russell, five tackles, sack and a half, a tackle and one and a half tackles for loss. That guy. I mean, I talk crap about Russell all the time, but he yeah. he impressed me. I mean. If you let him go, and that's what I think, if you're going to run that kind of defense that Durkin runs and those guys are all moving around, run it like the old Aggie 3-4 almost where you you don't know who's coming, but you send somebody all the time, right? Yeah. When this, they're dropping back, the, they don't know what the hell to do. In the in the past three – in in the th- first three weeks, it was rushing three, rushing three, rushing four, rushing three, rushing four. Not yet, not Saturday, son. Not Saturday. Uh-huh. Saturday nope. was on. And and that's the biggest difference between this defense. Now, don't get me wrong. Let's 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 put a little bit of a stop here because oh, yeah. Auburn was the worst offense we've seen all year. Maybe worse than the other. I mean, as bad as know, New Mexico was pretty bad. I mean, Thorne couldn't hit a wide open wide receiver to save his life. I mean, there I was a couple it was times that bad. There was a couple times they had a guy they had a guy sitting there just wide open and he threw it. To, he he was trying to aim it towards him and that ball wasn't anywhere near those receivers. Way over their heads. I mean, it was ridiculous. I mean, he he made he. I think he could be the worst quarterback we faced all year, and I think he may be the worst quarterback we will continue to face all year. Is Auburn the second worst team in the SEC? I think they are right there. I think they're just above Vandy. Out of Vandy, I guess. That's what I'm saying. Second worst. <laughs> I don't. I don't know that they beat Vandy. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm not trying to discredit the Aggie win. I'm just saying that Auburn team was a lot worse than I thought Once they were. I, mean, I saw him play against Cal, and Cal, that's what convinced us to bet against Cal was watching Auburn. We beat Auburn. We saw how bad Auburn was. Auburn beat Cal at Cal, and Cal got their ass kicked by Washington. So, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Watching that kind of stuff. No, absolutely. And here's the thing, right? Last year, that bad Auburn team beat this A&M team. They were just as bad. And they beat us. They may have been worse. They this made it really year, ugly last year. A lot of running. This year, boy, they were horrible. Yes, but we won. That's a, that's a difference. That's a difference. Why did Auburn get away from that Ashford kid? I like him. That little sophomore quarterback. He came in for like maybe a quarter. It feels to me from- like those guys are going to have to just say the heck with it. We're going to run the football no matter what, right? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. He's your guy. Orange. And he's not your passing quarterback. No. I mean, he didn't impress me running the ball. 
you know, no. 11 carries for negative 34 yards. So I mean, uh, if you want to I mean, run in the wrong way. And that, and that's the thing. And then once at, at, after you got those two touchdowns in there in the second half, I mean, it was hard for them to do anything, right? Because now they're yeah, they can't come from behind, score, right? Um, yeah. I, in the first half, they were able to move the ball a little bit better just because of the fact that they, they didn't have any pressure on them. Their defense held us to field goals. And so they, you know, they could sort of take their time and do those things. They still looked horrible. Now, mind you, right. we still have issues in the secondary, right? There was a couple of times those guys were wide open. Wide. Yeah, that could come to haunt us this week, this coming week. And AJ, yeah, cause KJ, KJ Jefferson he's, is a, is a player. Oh, he's a hoss. He's a hoss. I mean, I'm talking. You, they're going to hit him, and he's going to keep going. They're going to be like, "Why so, do you go down?" But that, and it goes back to what we've said all along, right? The secondary is having issues. They're having issues now. They're having issues before. Well, how do you cover up for second for, for, for poor secondary play? Pressure, 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 pressure. pressure. We've been saying that the whole time, huh? That's what I said at the beginning of the season. I was like, yeah. for secondary, I'm not worried about it because teams aren't going to have time to throw it. But I'll be damned if Dirk and Ed and prove me wrong again. Except for this week, I'll I I will look. You know how critical I've been of Smirk and Durkin. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give him just a little bit of credit today because I thought on Saturday he made the change. We'll see if he continues with that. All right, we'll see if he continues with that. He, he may have said, you know, on Saturday he said, "Look, these quarterbacks are so bad, we're just going to bring pressure because they can't hurt us." And maybe the day we turn around next week and play. KJ Jefferson and, and understanding that he can hurt you from time to time. Maybe he'll be soft again to try to prevent whatever. Maybe. Well, but I'm we gonna made, him, right now I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt. I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt that this is the beginning of something, not just a one off. Well, Durkin made Van Dyme look like a Heisman candidate. Well we don't do it to KJ. Well, but we're we're gonna find out. So look, issues in the secondary still there. But you know what? Under this, with this pressures defense, the linebacking core looked a ton better, right? Yeah. The defense. I thought Deuce Harmon played pretty decent. Deuce Harmon did all right being in the game. I thought Deuce had some good. Yeah, absolutely. I thought Chappelle Chappelle did a good job. He was the one in the involved with the hit with the, you know, the, the uh, drop pass that was supposedly a fumble and a touchdown by Cooper. I tell you, DeBerry needs to be careful on some of those hits, man. I thought he hit, I thought he was going to get flagged a couple of times, but he didn't. I don't know. You see, I'm talking like a late oh, hit, yeah. or just—I mean, he just—he's he's, not afraid to pop somebody, which I enjoy. But we don't need him tacking on 15 extra yards just because. Well, and the thing is, he's such a small guy, right? <laughs> that he has to like basically put his entire body into that thing, and sometimes yeah. balls him like, dropping yeah. that head, like you said, he's got to be. Uh, not to yeah. mention, not to mention, based on the, on the, on the fact that we don't have a ton of depth out there right now, he needs to stay healthy. So uh, he needs to be careful. And speaking of, I heard something about that today about Grimes, the guy yeah. that transferred from North Carolina. I heard he's been injured all year. That's why he hasn't seen the field. It's like a hamstring or something. I'm not sure what it is. Well, look, we can always use more depth out there, and so hopefully he gets healthy and we can get we can see some reps out there. I, I think, I think, look, he was a five star recruit, so he's got some physical tools. But if you've watched him play, he hasn't been that great. So at the end of the day, you know, we need the depth. You know, especially because of the fact that we've we've already had a few injuries there outside of him as well. Javon Thomas was out for a while. Chappelle was out for a little bit, right? So it, it it does it doesn't leave us a whole lot of other guys. So good for Deuce Harmon, by the way. Deuce, Deuce has been on campus for a while and he got a ton of reps. He's starting to get 
regular reps out there. And I want to continue to see him do that because I, I think he's played pretty decently. Let me ask you this, Corey. Who's your defensive MVP? Edge Cooper. I thought Cooper played a hell of a game. If they would have allowed that uh, – the one I thought was a fumble to go for six, he'd definitely be it. But, yeah, he played a hell of a game. He was all over the place. Did great. I mean, there's a lot of guys I thought. Best I thought game, the D-line as a whole. Best game as an Aggie. I 100% agree with you. It is Edge Cooper, and I don't think I don't think there's any question. Defense right. on Saturday. Um, any final thoughts on the Aggie game? Uh, I just have I me. Mean, I don't know if I'm a pessimist or what. I'm just a little worried about the upcoming schedule. What I've seen, I think we should have dominated this game more on the offensive side than what we did. We moved the ball between the twenties. Uh, Max came in, looked good. I don't understand why we didn't see that with Connor. I don't understand it. You know, we we yeah. to me, Auburn's an inferior opponent. Like I said, we should have been. Why him. did it take an adjustment at halftime to do some of those things? And and well, I'll tell you what. I'm glad they did make an adjustment. That's showing in the past we wouldn't have seen adjustments. You know, in the past it would have been the same shit. We'd be talking about damn, they didn't do anything different, but they did do something different. And I'm proud of them for that. I'll give them credit for that. Yeah. Um, I still look from this offense. I still want to see some more misdirection, maybe some double moves, maybe some trickeration in there somewhere. I still want I'll to see. You, some, I did see it, a couple of rubs and picks on the pass, and I saw a couple. Didn't we get called for offensive pass interference or something once? I can't remember if that that game or not, but I know we were doing rubs and picks. Yeah, I liked I, it. it. You know. A little play action boot tied in in the flats or, you know, different things. Just just some misdirection, a little bit more misdirection still. But you know what? Like I said, I'm glad, like you said, I'm glad that we had those adjustments. Petrino did do that. I, I And most of all, most of all, I hope, I hope that Connor is not out long, right? I hope that I'm he gets either. himself healthy. We haven't heard how long this is going to be, but – it's an ankle thing. It's a high ankle sprain again, whatever I believe is what they're saying. You know, and those things could go four weeks, you know, so you never know how long he's going to be out. But hopefully, young guy, hopefully he's not out too long. You and I agree that Connor gives us the best chance to win, right? I agree. I think Connor gives us the best chance to win. No I matter what. I mean, Max comes in, has a great game. I I don't know if Connor would have done that in the second half or not, but I, I don't have any doubt in my mind we would have won that game. Hey, for the next couple of weeks, we're going to take a step up in competition, right? So he's going to have to prove it. Well, we said that when we played Auburn. And yeah. Hey, look, and it was a step up. It was a step up from, uh, from Miami. ULM. <laughs> it wasn't a step up from Miami. Miami's been the best team we played so far. Yeah. And they might they might be better than Arkansas, the team we're playing this week. But uh, I got a question for you if you're done about the Aggie game. I want to go around college football, Corey. I want to ask you about the coaches. You saving that for later? Got that as a question from the tailgate, actually. Oh, you son of a – go ahead. I know. Go around the country. All right, let's go around the country, man, because honestly this might have been the most exciting week of college football I can remember, man. Lots of awesome games. Let's start start with that Notre Dame-Ohio State game, man. Thoughts? I I had no idea that – I had no idea – that Notre Dame only had 10 guys on the field until today. I had no clue. 
That's indefensible, by the way. Indefensible. The, the two coach, plays. Not one, but two plays. The coach for Notre Dame was trying to defend it. Indefensible. You take the penalty, mm. you walk, you, you give them a chance to do whatever. It doesn't matter, man. Put your 11th guy on the freaking field, please. Golly, we were sitting How there. How does it happen for two plays? We were sitting there talking while this happened, and we said, look, they're going to turn around and run the football here. We knew it. Yeah, we said that. Yeah, you and I talked about it. We knew that. it. That's what you and do. They ran it right up the middle. Yeah. That's, it's the game. Three seconds well, left. That's it. By the way, they shouldn't have had time to kick that extra point, but go ahead. Cost us yeah. money. I know. Hey, that that was a yeah, that was a, a bet breaker, man. When they hit, yeah, when, it was when they were given that extra second, they were able to get and and push on the on the on three minus three, right? Okay, you, we watched that Notre Dame Ohio State game. Are yeah. they two of the best teams in the nation? Both of those teams. Are they going to be in the final four? No. no. Okay. All right. That's all I know. All right. I was underwhelmed. By the way, I was underwhelmed by I was underwhelmed by. Both offenses, to be honest with you. Uh, I don't. I mean, I'm surprised it was that low scoring. I really thought it'd be a higher scoring game with the press. I didn't think the defenses were that great. I mean, I just thought it was. Yeah, a lot. Notre Dame had a lot of chances. They moved the ball up and down the field, and they would and miss field goals. They went for it on fourth down a few times. Both teams did. Here's a game that I want to talk about: <laughs> Alabama, Ole Miss. And here's the reason I want to talk about this because I told you this at the beginning of the season. What's Alabama going to do this year? Eventually, the ball. They're, going to run go, the ball. they're going to start. They're going to start Milrow, which they did, mm-hmm. and they're going to go bully ball again. Play defense, run the football. What they do against Ole Miss on Saturday? Milrow, seventeen of twenty-one, two hundred twenty-five yards passing, one touchdown, one interception. Running the ball, they ran the ball forty-five times, only for one hundred thirty-one yards for forty-five times. Not a great average. Three yards, two point nine. But they controlled the clock. Kept absolutely the dominated sideline. the game, right? Yeah. Dominated the game. And the defensive side of the ball is where you really see it. They had five sacks, ten tackles for loss, interception. You know, they they were causing havoc. I was – a tale of two halves. Miss, Ole Miss was dominating in that first half. Yeah, I was I was impressed by it, man. I really yeah. was. I, I, thought, I thought that they played an excellent game. Um and really did the the things that they needed to do to the win. Um, okay, Alabama, Ole Miss. Either one of those teams going to win the West. Either one of good. them. Would you put money on one of them right now? Money so, which one? one? Probably not. Yeah, no. Okay. I actually no. I take that back. I don't think Ole Miss is winning the West. I would not put money on them at all. All right, but Alabama. Yeah, hundred bucks right shot. now. I think Alabama's got a shot. Okay. All right. I think Alabama's going to lose one or two more games. All right. What about the Florida State-Clemson game? Dude, that was unbelievable. Look, I I actually I actually couldn't believe Florida State won that game. I mean, it, it took a defensive touchdown at the end of the – in the fourth quarter to tie that big game up. Clemson missed a chip shot field goal to win it, giving Florida State a chance to win it in overtime. Who should have champion? Who should have won that game? Clemson should have won that game. Clemson should have won that game. Should have won that game. Um, is Florida State a national championship contender? Man, when I watched them against LSU, I really thought so. I did too. 
I watched them against the Boston last... College. I was like, who is this team I'm watching play against Boston College? Watching them the last two weeks, I'm not sure. And you know why? It's not because they don't have the talent. I think they have the talent 100%. That roster is ready to compete. Yeah. I think that I, I don't think they're that good at the coaching level. They've got they've got an Aggie problem, but less of an Aggie problem. How about that? Who's the best team in the ACC that nobody's talking about? Duke. Yeah. 41 to 7 over UConn. I mean, UConn hey. sucks, but yes. Duke is just dominating. They're, we're going to find something out this week, though. They play Notre Dame this week. That's a that's a tell that's a tell all game of the week right there, by the way. But that's a the tell. It's five and a half, by the way. Notre Dame's favored by five and a half. Look, I I I I got respect for Duke because just like I said before, right? I thought I did think that Elko was a perfect fit over there, man. I thought he right. was a perfect fit over there. And I think he's doing a phenomenal job of staying true to what what he does. And ultimately, that quarterback, Leonard, is is good enough to to get points on the board, right? When they face when they face Florida State, talent wise, they're not going to be anywhere near close to Florida State. Coaching wise, on the other hand, I think that they're going to be able to make up some of that talent efficiency. Will they win? Mm-hmm. Mm, I don't know, man. I don't I don't know that they're going to be able to overcome it. But but at yeah. the same time, I expect that game clo- to be closer than people expect. I hear you. ACC's pretty good, man. They got like four or five good teams right now. I mean, if you look Miami, at them, there's Florida no... State, Duke. Yeah. And uh, what's it called? Syracuse is undefeated. They play somebody this week, too. They play uh, get, Syracuse. Get out of here. We're not talking Syracuse today. Syracuse is undefeated. They're playing Clemson this week at home. Yeah, they've beaten six schools of the blind or four schools of the blind or whatever they play. You say that, they're undefeated. More big games today. So, look, Washington State, Oregon State. You had Oregon State going into this one. I told you, Washington State at home, man. Watch out for my boy Cam Ward. Watch out for my boy Cam Ward. My boy Cam Ward came through. That dude's unknown and needs to be known. Yeah, 38-35, great game. I mean, Pac-12 is going to beat each other up. What about the Oregon-Colorado game? That's what we thought was going to happen, wasn't it? That is exactly what we thought was going to happen. Look, and America thought it too. Poor Shadour Sanders, man, because he got no help, no no protection, no nothing. If I were Dion, I would have pulled him at halftime so that he didn't get hurt. Uh, He's been getting a ton of credit, mind you. Mel Kiper had him in in his new mock draft as like the number four quarterback in the country. Hold up, number one, because mm-hmm. while he's getting all that res- respect, a guy like Cam Ward who's just absolutely balling out, nobody even no. knows who he is. No, I can't even say his name. Hey, UCLA lost to Utah 14-7. to Utah, big game this week going to Oregon State. Those are two teams, by the way, UCLA and Utah, two teams that – absolutely 100% showed me nothing. I was not impressed with either one of those offices. I've said this about Utah uh, on yep. multiple occasions at this point. That team offensively is a problem. They need Cam Rising back and they need him back healthy because otherwise they're going to get beat by three of their opponents in the Pac-12. All right. Kansas beat up BYU 38-27. BYU a team that just beat Arkansas. What I tell you, what your thoughts I tell on you, what I tell you on Saturday watching Arkansas, man? How'd they lose to BYU? No idea. I have no clue how that happened. Now, my question is for you right now as we're talking. 
Kansas plays a big game this week. They play at Texas. Oh yeah, Longhorns are fa- Longhorns are favored by seventeen. Who do you like? Man, I can't give my pick this early, man. I've got a lot. Of, I got to process it a little bit. Ooh, I, I'll, I'll right now. I'll take Kansas. I'll take Kansas in seventeen points, baby. Look, I Kansas, saw that off that Kansas offense. Playing, Kansas has been playing good football. There's no denying that. I give them credit for that. Look, what they moved the ball. Been doing over there, Coach Leopold doing over there. Been doing yeah. a great job. He better take the first big time program offer he can get, so he doesn't end up like uh, his buddy over at Iowa State, Matt Campbell, and stuck in a bad program for the rest of his career. Coach Leopold, find your way out and go get a job at Florida. No, no loyalty coming out of this guy. No None. loyalty. None. Because I promise you they're going to fire his ass the moment he has a losing season. So why should he? All right. Other teams we need to talk about. Uh, let's talk about. How about USC? Any... How about USC having a little bit of struggles with Arizona State, giving up some points to Arizona State? 42. They're going to give up points to everybody they play. Their defense isn't that strong. Their offense is what's going to carry them. They're going to try to outscore everybody. They're going to hope to turn them over, get one or two more possessions than you by turnovers, and hope that they can outscore you. Caleb, look, Caleb's a stud, man. That dude's a, a – he is. What, he had five touchdowns the other day? I mean, just unbelievable. Uh, you you watch those guys operate. He, you know, they're, they are talented and extremely good, extremely well coached offensively. Eventually, they're going to face a team like Oregon, who's going to be able to put pressure on Caleb, by the way, with their front. They're going to be able to put mm-hmm. pressure on Caleb. They're going to slow him down just a little bit. But that USC defense is going to break, and Oregon's going to – and that's going to be a loss. I hear you. I like where you're going with that. Um, let's see here. Who was it? Uh, North Carolina Pitt. Anything on that game? You, you like North Carolina, the national championship yeah, you contender? Know, I, I really thought – you know, still undefeated North Carolina, right? I mean, we're yep. talking about a team that's, that's won the games, right? So that's the first thing. you got to win <clears> the games <throat> in front of you. But, man, that offense, which, you know, we talked about this. Your boy Mac Brown came out, and, man, he should have shut his damn mouth. And he's like, man, you know, they lost their offensive coordinator. Well, he's now like, well, you know what I did? I went out and put together a better offensive coaching group, and we created the perfect offense for Drake May. That offense what do you is want a lot worse than it did last year, by the way. What do you want him to say? You want to come out, man, our offense is going to suck this year. We lost our offensive coordinator. No, ah, no, man, that's guys, not what I want. Our but team is going to be terrible. doesn't have to go to the extreme of perfect offense. That's exactly what Jimbo said when we lost Elko. He goes, man, our defense is going to suck after we <laughs> lost Elko. And look, he was right. He followed through Jimbo with that by hiring the worst did. defensive coordinator in the country. He's like, God, our defense is going to suck. All right, another game. It's Penn State for real. They beat Iowa 31 to nothing. There's a ranked matchup, number seven and 24. I'm glad you brought that one up. Look, I I have been – I have not given Penn State the due respect that they deserve right now. I think that those guys are actually playing at a very high level. They've shown – they have been the team that so far has played the best in the Big Ten. They played better than Ohio State. They played better than Michigan. The question is, when they face – Later in the season, a little bit down in a couple of weeks, when they face Michigan, can can they beat them? Period. Right? To me, you ask me, those are the two best teams in the Big Ten. If you ask me, those are the two best teams in the Big Ten. And I wonder, you know, great teams, teams that win championships get better, better, better every week. You know that? Right. We'll see yeah. how – We'll see how A&M. I think Ohio. I think Ohio State's getting better every week. That quarterback's getting a little bit better. They just beat Notre Dame. 
put up some good numbers. I think Ohio State, you might be eating your words there pretty soon. Because that Ohio State defense has played pretty good. What? What? How many points did they score, Ohio State? 14 against Notre Dame. 14. Hmm. National televised game. Notre Dame, the number what team in the nation? And you're giving them crap? They won. 14, 14 points. They, where, where do they need to score? 15? All they had to do was outscore Notre Dame. All they need That's to do true. is win. Hey, listen, they, they got to win over a top 10 team, right? It was a number, yeah, nine team in the nation. They got to win over a top 10 team. You can't, you cannot be mad at them for that. All I'm All right. saying is, as I'm watching, as I'm watching that game, as I'm watching that game, I think they still have a long ways to go. And I think that when it comes right down to it, if that offense does not, is not able to put points on the board at a higher rate, they're not yeah. going to beat Michigan. And the gotcha. way Penn State's playing, they're not going to beat Penn State. All right, a couple more games I want to talk to you about. Uh, Texas beat Baylor 38-6. to Is Texas for real, or does Baylor just suck? Baylor sucks. <laughs> but don't don't take it away from Texas. I, I give te- – you know, Texas is doing what they're supposed to do. They're, they're going after it. Look, in two weeks, that's a game. Look, <laughs> Texas got two back-to-back now, right? They got Kansas, Kansas. this weekend, and that's good. That's a, that's a game. Everybody wants the Oklahoma game coming up too. And then right after that's the Oklahoma game right here in Arlington, right? And so mm. you, you want to talk about a little back-to-back action? Texas, yeah. the next two weeks, I think Texas either proves their season or b- blows their season. Next two weeks. If Alabama played Texas again in the same situation, does Texas beat them? I would bet that that game is much closer if they played again. Gotcha. All right. Uh, Georgia beat UAB forty nine to twenty one. That is believe in Georgia. Has been the biggest disappointment of any team in the country, Georgia. Really, any team I'm exaggerating. I am clearly, clearly exaggerating. What I will say is this. What I will say is this. Look, yeah. that team. That team offensively has really not shown anything. Right? They gave that game was fourteen to seven at halftime. Is that right? Uh, I think it was more than that, wasn't it? It might have been. They might have scored a third touchdown. Oh, no. It might have been twenty-one to seven at halftime. It's twenty-eight but, to fourteen at halftime. Twenty-eight to fourteen. Oh, twenty-eight fourteen against UAB. By the way, UAB one of the worst teams in the country. UAB that team yeah. offensively struggles, man, and yeah. and I, it just seems like they don't have that same sort of you know creativity with their offense anymore. That's true. This quarterback's definitely not Bennett, by the way. He's not the playmaker that Bennett now Bennett started for freaking three years over there. So maybe that's you know, you gotta give four years. You gotta give him a little time. Fourteen. But, Fourteen years. But my I guess my point is if Georgia played anybody in the regular season, I think they're gonna they were gonna lose a game. Right now, the question that I would ask you is who's their biggest competition in the in the West? I mean, is it Kentucky? East. East. You mean the East? east? I mean in the East. Is it Kentucky? Probably Tennessee didn't impress me. That loss to Florida, Florida yeah. hadn't impressed me. Uh, Missouri, they beat K State. So I mean, I don't know. Uh, game. Got a free pass. They probably got a free pass to the SEC championship. They may still lose a game in between here and there. This game, I, I think I told you, you should bet to take the second half over LSU, Arkansas. One of the best games. One of the best games. Second half was awesome. They. I'm going to tell you what, Jaden Daniels is one of those guys, that, and most of the time when I see him, like, he's, he usually starts off, he's a slow starter. And, he, he like, in the first quarter, he looks like he can't complete a pass to save his life. 
And then all of a sudden that dude, they, but they let him sling it a little bit and he misses it. Next thing you know, he, he has a, he dude, has a weird delivery. His the way that he delivers the ball is awkward to me, but he gets it out there quick. And on, and then, you know, on time, I guess you would say. That second half was a freaking track meet. I mean, they were whoop, one oh, way, whoop, that was awesome. back the other way. KJ Jefferson absolutely balled out. That dude doesn't have the same level of athlete that Daniels has on the other side of the field with Thomas and 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 uh, the other wide receiver. Uh, gosh, almighty! One of the best wide receivers in the SEC. Uh, Nabu, neighbors, 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 neighbors. Yeah, yeah. Neighbors and Thomas, great pairing over Nabu. there. Nabu, Nabu. Neighbors yeah. and Thomas, great pairing at LSU, man. I mean that. I they still can't run the football, mind you. They still don't run the football. But yep. they've got that freshman back that's that's starting to do some things. I was impressed on the other side. I was impressed by KJ Jefferson and the way he because man, his team was just putting them in horrible positions, penalties, all kinds of crap. Right? They couldn't do anything, and and uh, and he just overcame, overcame, overcame. Huge KJ guy, man. That dude's a that dude's a monster. Huge KJ guy. All right, another game, just real quick. I don't know if you watched any of it. Washington, California. Yeah. Washington 59-32. This is a California team that scored 10 points against Auburn. All I know is that I don't think anybody can stop Washington. Michael Penix is another stud of a quarterback out there at West, man. He that throws the ball deep sling. a lot. That dude deep sling a lot. Uh that's why the Pac-12 this year is going to be so much fun because they've got all those guys, Bo Nix in Oregon, Michael Penix at Washington. We talked Cam Ward in Oregon State, Ugalele at over at, at at Oregon State, and we talked Cam Ward at Washington State. You know, obviously Caleb Williams down down at USC, and and we haven't even talked talked about you know. And then you got Cam Rising at Utah if he ever gets on the field, right? I mean, just so much talent at the quarterback position, and those guys. I mean, it's going to be a competitive competitive league, and it's going to go into our questions from the tailgate. So let's move on. Questions from the tailgate. You got go ahead. No, nope, go ahead. I want to hear, hear your questions from the tailgate. First one. For right now, we're a third of the way through the season. Yeah. Who, do you, who do you have in the playoffs? God dang, in the playoffs. Right now, I mean, the Longhorns beat, what's it called? They beat Alabama. They're number three in the nation. They're in the Big 12. I think the Big 12 is going to get a team. I think Texas. Uh, Florida State's got two of the best wins in the nation, beating Clemson and uh, LSU. So that's two. Uh, take a Pac-12 school. I mean, it's either Oregon or Washington, I think, right now. USC, I don't think, has a defense. So I probably lean... Washington State might have a better win than than either one of them. I mean, Oregon's got some good wins, but Washington State's got a win over Wisconsin, right? Yeah, and they'd be Oregon State. And but, Oregon uh, State. Just, just from the eye, what I've seen, the eye test, I would take... Uh, I mean, what Washington's doing on offense is impressive. And that's, you know, people like that. People like the long ball. So give me Washington, that's three, and then a fourth one. It's either the SEC or who am I leaving out? The Big Ten? Ten. Woo! Man, I, I mean, I, I love me some SEC, but right now, I almost have to leave them for the Big Ten. I'd, I'd say either uh, Michigan or Penn State. That's, that's just me being honest. I'd hate to see the SEC get left out. But Georgia seems down. Alabama seems down. LSU is moving up, but they lost to Florida State. Lost to Florida State. Uh, Alabama, I mean, A&M lost to Miami. Um, and those two teams, Florida State beats Miami. That just increases Florida State's resume, right? Yeah. Miami beat an A&M team. This that was is what we do now. 
Here's what we know, though. When we get right now, all these teams are all undefeated. Yeah, when we get to They're the end of the season, there, none of them are going to be undefeated. By the way, but you're just asking my final four right now. What's your final four? I I 100 agree with yours, except I'm going to go dark horse out of the Pac-12 with Washington State. So you got Washington State. You Actually, think Michigan, Penn State. You think Michigan or Penn I'm State? Lying. It's probably Oregon. Okay. God, sucker. All right, so you got Oregon. You taking Michigan or Penn they State? Got, Oregon's got shoes on their players, Nikes on their players that tell that change colors when they're when they are not moving in a bad mood. Yeah, when, when they're, they're in a bad moving, mood. When they're not moving fast enough. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, so you're taking Texas, Florida State, Michigan, or Penn State? You know, a week ago I'd have gone Michigan. I'm I'm going to go Penn State. Uh, I'll stick with Michigan. I think Michigan's going to win it. Yeah, and then, uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. They got the better coach. They they probably have the better quarterback, right? Yeah, uh, their running game is pretty strong. Penn State just needs to keep proving. I mean, they beat Iowa. What, how good is Iowa? I mean, you know, they're they not beat, good. They're not that good offensively, but they're good defensively. You know that they beat West Virginia, who's actually three and one now. My dad will be happy. There you go. But yeah, uh, uh, I'm going to tell you what. Don't don't throw out Oklahoma. Don't throw out Oklahoma. That defense is playing a lot better than they did last year. Last year, they lost some games when their quarterbacks were hurt. That's the only games that they lost by a lot. They actually have a backup quarterback this year. Hopefully, he doesn't have to see the field. But if he does, they're not inept offensively. Oklahoma in two weeks has a matchup against Texas. And and that's going to be potentially, potentially the matchup the at the end 12. of the year as a Big 12 championship, right? Right. So, so, I mean, it's either them or Baylor, right? Baylor's just getting everybody's ass. Oh, my uh, bad. The, what I what I don't want to see, and and, I, and this is this is potent, this could happen, is that the Pac-12 ends up beating themselves up so much that they all end up out, and and Georgia gets in out of reputation, right? That's pretty much what they're on right now. Number one team in the nation. They're number. They playing like the number one team in the nation. Not even close. No. Uh, question right. number two, grade. The A&M coaches a third of the way through the season. Jimbo, Durkin, Adazio, the guys we're interested in. Uh, I'd say Jimbo this year, last year, is an F. F minus if you can give that. <laughs> um, I'd say Jimbo's, I'm actually impressed with him. He's leaving the offensive loan, it seems like. I don't know if you've noticed that, but it seems like I'd like to see him getting the – I don't know if he put something in Durkin's ear this past week, or if that's just Durkin. At one point in the game, he got into he got he got on Durkin too. That's good. And Adazio, he needs to get in his ear. Talk. He just lost his quarterback because of that shit. So I got to give Jimbo. I hate to say it, probably a C plus or a B for this year right now. Adazio, he's still hovering around that. He should be fired tomorrow line, that F line. Because I'm not impressed. The, the guys. Zoons played better. Masantis uh, hasn't had a chance to be coached enough to get any worse. Um, Naboo, I don't know why he's Dew, Dewberry's not out there. Foster, the names that should have talent, but they're not doing what we think they should do. I'll give him a D right now because I think they are better running the ball. Pass protection sucks. Durkin, I hate to say it, but after last week, if you were to ask me this before this week. I would have said F, 
just simply because I'm tired of three-man front. But last week, this is what he did. If he's shown that he can actually make changes and start putting pressure, that grades him go up. He's at probably, a, for the season, probably a D-plus, close to a C-minus. If he keeps doing what he did last week, it's going to go on. What do you think? I, I I think I think you're you're right on point. I, I I agree with you. I think Jimbo at this point. Look, I'm and I'm going to give him credit for all the way back into the off season and making the change at offensive coordinator. I'm going to start there. Right. What he did there. Look, he just needs to quit giving press conferences, really, uh, because was every time really Jimbo's call, you think that was really Jimbo's call to hire offensive coordinator? Do you think there was some outside influence going? You better hire a freaking offensive coordinator because you suck. I think Jimbo made that call, and this is why. I don't. They have no leverage over him. None, zero, not even a little bit. He signed his contract. They, they pay him. Yeah, that's leverage. That's it's leverage. You can fire him. Need contract. Who cares? Guaranteed. Fire his ass. Fire his ass. Nobody's paying him eighty million dollars today. Nobody. Eighty million to the Aggies ain't much. It is. I don't know if you saw the. It's the enough contract, to the TV, back at, it's enough to ESPN back after a five and seven season. How about that? ESPN pays paying them like eighty million a year. Doesn't matter. Eighty million, seventy-seven million was there, seventy-six million, enough to bring them back after a five and seven season. That's how much they didn't want to pay him. So yeah. so here's the thing. I thought they he did it on his own because at the end of the day, they didn't have any leverage over him. He's got full control mm-hmm. over that staff. He he knew, he knew after scoring 22 and a half points a game last year that he had to make a change. He also knew that with this offense, the way and, and the whole team, the way they were mismanaging the clock, the way they were constantly using too many timeouts, the way they, you know, all those things that we saw all the time last year, the fact that he wasn't able to see what was going on during the defensive plays, all those things, he understood he had to give up that play call. He somebody else had to take that over so he could manage this football team. I give we him credit used, for that. I give him we credit. We used a timeout in the first minute of the game this week, didn't we? Yes. Look, end of the day, I give him credit for that. I give him right. so, so you know it's a great. We've been better in game management. We haven't been great. We haven't been perfect, but we've been better in game management. He's still recruiting. <laughs> so what do I give him? B minus? Okay. B minus for the gym. So Erkin, as you said, before this week he was in a flaming F. Yes. Oh, flaming. 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 So far, he's already cost us one game in Miami. Mm. This week. He he made changes. I'm gonna Did he do that? Did he do that or somebody whisper in his ear and say, You better make changes? I'm gonna give him a little credit because of it. I'm going to give him a little bit of the credit because of it. Now, for him to take that grade from a flaming F all the way to an acceptable B, he's gotta do that for several more weeks. I'm about to say. Yeah, I gave him like a D minus, maybe a D or something like that. He's in a D level. Right now he's still at a D. Because yeah. he did it against the worst offense in all of the SEC. Yeah. That includes Vanderbilt, by the way. But he didn't even put that kind of pressure on New Mexico or ULM. Right. I don't understand that. Worst offense in the SEC in, in Auburn. 
And so you got to back, you know, you got to back it up against the team next week in Arkansas. D. What about Adazio? D for Durkin. Adazio. Adazio is still a flaming F because that dude has got all the talent in the world. What does he do? Mm-hmm. He benches his two-year starter at right tackle somehow to start a freshman. He, But at the same time, he keeps his senior right guard in the game in spite of the fact that after five years on campus, the dude's your worst offensive lineman. Is Pottery healthy? Why can't he play guard? Why is he? If he's, not healthy, if he's not healthy, why did they put him in the game two weeks ago? I don't know. I was wondering the same question. So either they're being irresponsible as coaches or they've just benched them. Right? I don't get it. Yeah, I don't get it. Don't get Ultimately, it. Ultimately, those guys have not gotten better as a group from last year to this year. You know, they still struggle with a lot of the same things in passing off blocks, combo blocks, and things like that. That's what coaching's about. Adazio right. should be fired. He should have been fired already. The fact that he's still on this, uh, as a, is still working as a coach on this team, it probably takes me away from where Jimbo's Fisher grade was. I'm going to drop Jimbo Fisher down a grade to a C plus because of it. Good, like it. All right, Corey. Look, all right, buddy. Media college football season is up, man. It's we were in it. Every, every love it, love it. Can't get enough of it. This should be a game every day. I'd never go to work. Gigum Aggies from the tailgate. See you later in the week. Hola.